Hi, I'm Liz Graveline. As a doctor of physical therapy, I spent my early 20s refining my intervention skills on treating joint pain, stiffness, and weakness. Now, in my early 30s, as a working mom of two toddlers, it wasn't long ago that I had to rebuild my level of fitness from the ground up. On this show, morning routines, posture, joint health, and life longevity are all topics we'll break down for you into digestible bits of information to quickly implement in your day-to-day life. Regardless of whether you are the experienced or novice exerciser, this is a place you can receive actionable steps and strategies to reach you closer and closer to your fitness goals without judgment or the external pressures. Bringing back the fun and excitement into an active lifestyle so that is tied into how you feel versus what you look like is what we'll discuss here. So settle in and get ready to be cheered on while you learn. This is the Exercise Proper Podcast. I first want to give a shout out to those of you who have been tuning in every week. Thank you so much. And if you haven't already, please leave a review or share this episode with a friend who may find value from the information in this episode. I really appreciate you taking time to leave a review. It means so much. Thank you. So I know change is a good thing, but at what point do you tell yourself you're enough, that I'm enough? You know, I am my worst critic, my biggest competitor. I remember when I was in the Junior Olympics as a teenager, I used to wake up for competitions with a pit in my stomach. I had difficulty even eating breakfast. I couldn't talk to my mom on the ride to the competition. I was just looking out the window, trying not to cry. My insides were twisted with fear because I knew how much time I've invested outside of this competition to be the best gymnast I could be. And I didn't say beat the best. I never even knew who I was up against on the day of the competition. My coaches studied my competition. They knew my competitor's skill set, their weakness. They're the judge's level of experience. The only thing I knew about my competitors were that they they would be wearing a leotard. And this was because my biggest competitor was no one but me. I had a one-track mind. I didn't know anyone's name. I didn't know where they came from. And at the end of the competition, when you retrieve your awards, I wasn't wondering if my name was going to be called I either knew I won first place or I didn't. Based off of my own performance, I just knew. Because when I nailed it, I was the one standing on top of that podium. To beat the best was to beat myself. All I cared about was how well I performed that day. Whether I performed to my own standards was one, my one and only focus. And I'm realizing now as an adult that in the mornings of my competitions, when I couldn't eat breakfast, I couldn't talk without crying, it was because I was so afraid of not living up to my own expectations. And I realize now I made myself physically sick because I knew deep down, I knew I was meant for greatness. And I just wanted to be that. I wanted to be great. Recently, I've made myself physically sick all over again, back to my old ways. And why? Because my family is happy and healthy. I shouldn't feel sick. 
our finances are in check. I shouldn't feel sick. I have the support of many friends and family who bring me joy and laughter. And I'm the only one causing myself to feel sick. No matter how much I work out, how much weight I squat, or how fast I sprint. Guys, I don't do long distance. I'm physically in pain all over again. And in my mind, I create this reality that I am once again not enough, not living up to my own high expectations. When I zoom out of my life, I hit that minus button, minus, 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 and I am killing it. Life is amazing. Where's the podium? Where's that guy with my trophy? But when I zoom in, I'm struggling. I'm struggling to hit all five morning habits. I'm struggling to motivate the kids to play outside in the morning instead of watch t- watching TV. I'm struggling to drink enough water, to get to bed on time, to take a moment and tell my husband his body looks amazing since he's been going to the gym. And as I'm describing all my shortcomings, it's easy for me to talk about my shortcomings. It's easy for me to analyze what I can improve on, how I could have handled a situation differently. Have you guys found yourself asking the same questions? Like when do we reach a point where we feel like we're enough, where we stop where we are and just enjoy the place we're in now today? Just breathe and relax for a minute. Can we do that? Do you feel like you're constantly evaluating your performance like I am? Your performance at your workplace, your performance as a friend, as a girlfriend, as a wife, as a freaking common citizen, it's exhausting. I'm tired. But then I look at my kids, I look at my husband, and stick with me for a few minutes, even if you're not a parent or a wife, it doesn't matter. I look at my kids and my husband and I pay attention to how they look at me what their face is doing when they see me and they really do love me just as I am today. I don't think my kids will ever love me more than they love me today. There is someone or many people in your life who love you and support you just as you are and they don't love you on the condition that you will get promoted at your job or that you'll buy a bigger house or lose 10 pounds or when you're in a more relaxed state of mind, or when you upgrade your wardrobe. I mean, let's be real, that's ridiculous. Or become more confident or more outgoing. Whatever it is you like to change or grow or work on, they just love you for who you are in this moment, just like my family loves me for who I am in this moment. I never need to change in their eyes. So why can't we love ourselves too for today and give ourselves props for every effort it took for us to be who we are today? So I made a list of all the things I want to keep the same, what I don't want to change about me. And here it goes. What I don't want to change about me, it's my eagerness to grow. It's my compassion for others and my ability to listen to their hardships my willingness to help people improve their quality of life through exercise, my silliness, my ability to run at 10 miles per hour on the treadmill and not feel like my legs are going to collapse on me, 
my patience with my kids and my ability to stay calm in hectic situations, my motivation to get my husband alone, my consistency with showing my husband my appreciation for everything he does for me in this family. As I'm putting pen to paper and I'm writing this list, I'm witnessing the words unravel down the line, then the next line, then the next, and I start to feel a sigh of relief, like I can give myself a break. I can imagine myself on that podium because I've already won through self-reflection and self-awareness, knowing when to give yourself props and when to acknowledge, okay, maybe I didn't handle that very well. Whatever it is that makes you question, how could I have handled that better? There can be improvement without self-ridicule, right? There doesn't have to be a deadline on self-improvement either. It's always happening. Self-improvement is always happening whether you see it or not. When I wrote it all down, this list about me that I don't want to change, I was able to objectively measure how much I've improved over the years. And I never realized, wow, I'm very proud of the growth I've made within the last years. Listen, I'll never stop growing and changing. It's who I am. It's who we all are. That's what excites us and brings us joy. But learning to celebrate what you're proud of is so important too. You know, it's easy for me to text my husband, oh, I didn't get up at 5.30 this morning like I planned, or I didn't do my meditation today, than it is to say, Ken, you know what? I'm proud of how I handled a tough situation with the kids today. And I just want to encourage you to share with your friends, your family, coworkers, clients about something you're proud of. Speaking out loud about the things you're most proud of will decrease your stress, your anxiety, and reteach our brains to trust that we're in a safe place, a happy place, and that will help our bodies to exist in a state of relaxation. Listen, growth is a beautiful thing. Our human nature is to want to grow. Without growth or helping and supporting one another, life will lack excitement and joy. But to grow does not mean you cannot love yourself now and be proud of who you are now while you're growing. Thank you so much for listening in to today's episode. If you receive some insight and tangible strategies you can use, please subscribe to the Exercise Proper podcast. Don't forget to leave a review or if you are looking for other tips and tricks in your health and wellness journey, you can send me an email at lizgraveline at gmail.com. I'd shriek at the sight of your name in my inbox. That would be amazing. See you next time, guys.